0: Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Today, kind of a hodgepodge show. We're going to be discussing signs that your body may not be as healthy as you think it is. And I have this all the time. I've been in practice now seeing patients for about 35 years. Patients come in and they say, well, Dr. Joe, I'm in really good shape. I work out. I eat right. uh, And they list all the things that they're doing. And then we do an evaluation with them. And it's amazing what comes up in these evaluations, and in these consultations. And they have acid reflux, and they have skin issues, and they have toenail fungus, and all these other things start to pop up. So I thought, you know what? Let me put together a show specifically on these things that are going on in people's bodies. You think you're healthy, but you're not, okay? Being healthy, thinking you're healthy and being healthy are actually two very different things. Now, we can go to the gym every week. We can floss. We can uh, go to sleep at 10 o'clock. And still, you might be suffering silently and not realizing it. You hear this all the time. Somebody who's an athlete dies or somebody you know who died. And you say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe whoever died or had cancer because they were doing everything right. Well, they weren't doing everything right. That's what usually happens when I do an analysis with patients. No, Dr. Joe, I'm doing everything right. and I'm really healthy. And then I an- analyze them and I go, yeah, no, you're not. So let's talk about some less obvious health symptoms that could indicate some real serious issues going on. Because when it comes to health, you have to know. And that's what this show is all about. Every day, we get emails from you, the listeners, and people say, Dr. Joe, I heard your show last week, two weeks ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Blew my mind. Had no idea that these things were serious. So let's start out with some weird, weird things that may be going on that can be signed as some, something serious. How about skin tags? You know what those are? Those little, like little things that hang off your skin. Uh, you might be dealing with them. They're unsightly. They might be uncomfortable. If so you might have high cholesterol to blame. Certain skin growths related to abnormal cholesterol metabolism can form. Now they're usually these yellowish skin tags and especially concerned when you see them around the eyes. If you think that you have these skin tags, see your doctor right away or come see us and we can send you out for a blood test and we can measure your lipid panels, we can measure your cholesterol. Now you wanna correlate any underlying cholesterol related problems before they lead to something that's not just cosmetic. Now if you go to our website, drjoe.com, not long ago we did a show on cholesterol. So just type in cholesterol in the search bar and you can listen to some shows that we've done on cholesterol. I wrote an article on cholesterol and you can see what's going on. Now, many times if you have high cholesterol, what does the doctor do? They put you on statin drugs. Statin drugs help prevent your liver from producing so much cholesterol. But there's a problem. The problem is that the same enzyme that produces cholesterol also produces something called coenzyme Q10 or CoQ10. Now, CoQ10 is vital for normal health function because what happens is CoQ10, it gives energy to the cells. Inside your cell, you have something called the mitochondria. And the mitochondria, we call the powerhouse of the cell. And it generates energy inside the cell. So if you're taking statin drugs, chances are your, your CoQ10 is low. So I remember years ago, I did a show on this and I talked about this. And a friend of mine called me up and he said, hey, Joe, it's, can't remember his name now. And he said, my girlfriend is a pharmacist. We love your show. We listen all the time. He says she had never heard about this enzyme that produces CoQ10. So she looked it up, and you were right. I love that. Dr. Joe was right. He says, so it changed the way she practices pharmacy, pharmacologic. I don't know what she does. She is a pharmacist. What she does, now whenever she gives out a statin drug prescription, she says you need to go get some CoQ10 supplements, and they're right over there in the pharmacy aisle. And that's important. So if you're, if you're taking statin drugs, I recommend you take a supplement called Coenzyme or CoQ10. Better than that, what if we got the cause of your cholesterol under control? What if we found out why you have high cholesterol? And here's the thing with your body. Nothing happens by accident. You just get, don't get high cholesterol. You don't get neck pain. You don't get, which we're going to talk about next, uh, you don't get digestive issues. There's always a cause. And in our offices, I train my doctors to get to the cause of the problem and not just treat the symptoms. And that's why we get patients from all over the world. People say, I don't know what else to do. We have doctors refer to us. On our website, we're constantly getting requests from you, the doctors who are listening to the show, Dr. Joe, we don't know what to do about blank, whatever it was. And it was a simple one the other day. A medical doctor sent a question and said, Dr. Joe, i got a patient with sciatica. Uh, We've tried everything. It's not getting any better. What would you suggest? So what do you think I suggested? Chiropractic care. Chiropractic care is the most effective, least expensive treatment when it comes to pain, back pain. So why wouldn't you start with the most effective, least expensive? To me, it's an absolute no-brainer. So they sent the patient in, and we worked on them, and they got great results. So when it comes to pain, it's a good idea to get to the cause, or any health problem, get to the cause of the problem, not just treat the symptoms. I'm not saying don't treat the symptoms. If you have high cholesterol, follow your doctor's advice. Do what they say but then get to the cause so hopefully you won't need those medications. So high cholesterol, skin tags, especially if they're yellow around the eyes, that could be an indication that you do have high cholesterol. Another thing you might not think is any big deal, how about pain, chronic neck pain? Now you might not realize it, but just sitting at your desk all day in those hunched positions that we all sit in, I do too, can cause back and neck pain as well as tight muscles. Now here's my rule on pain, and I'm board certified in pain management, one of my many degrees, I'm board certified in pain management. What I tell people is this. If you have a pain, if it lasts more than three days, you need to come see us right away. Now, if it's severe, excruciating pain, you need to see us right away. But I work in the garden. I'm a little sore. Meh, do I need to run out and worry about that? Probably not. Three days later, I'm still in pain. Something's wrong. But here's how the body works. Bone can move out of place, pinch your nerve. There can be swelling, muscle spasms. That can cause pain. But 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. So you can have a pinched nerve or damaged nerve and not know it. High blood pressure is controlled by nerves. It doesn't hurt. Diabetes, controlled by nerves, doesn't hurt. Cancer, I mean, everything is controlled by nerves. Now, I'm not saying fixing the pinched nerve is going to solve cancer. But what I am saying is when you open up the nerve and blood supply through chiropractic care, many times it solves the problem. It certainly helps the problem. So if you make an appointment to come see us, and I've got to say this, folks. If you make an appointment, please show up. Sometimes patients make an appointment, don't show up. You took that appointment away from somebody else. Not fair. So if you're serious about wanting to get well, you want to come see us, uh, you can just go to my website, drjoe.com, and make an appointment. That's dr-jo-e.com. That's awesome, but please show up. It's really important. We, we reserve every single spot of our days, and my doctors are really busy, so don't mess with them because you're taking away from somebody else. Bad karma. Other things that might be going on. Your fingernails are changing. One of the surprising places where health problems manifest is in your fingernails. Now, changes in your fingernails and your toenails can be related to diet and bad habits like smoking, but it can also be an early sign of problems occurring with circulation or other internal systems. In fact, one of the things I see is when I start to see ridges in the fingernails, I say, let's check your adrenal glands. We can do a test in our office for adrenal support, for adrenal function, and that could be a sign. If you push on your fingernails, when you let go of them, they should turn red pretty quickly. If you push on them and it stays white, could be a sign of anemia. It's a big issue. So there are several things that your fingernails can tell you about your health, and if you come in our office, we can check that for you. How about indigestion? How many people have d- in- digestive problems? Raise your hands. If you didn't raise your hand, your chances are you're lying. Most people have digestive issues. They don't talk about it. It's not first date material. Hey, Joe, nice to meet you, a little gassy today. It's not something you talk about. But so many people have digestive issues, and they don't know where to turn. And they just think it's normal. I had a secretary one time, and she eventually went on to become a chiropractor. I'm very proud of her. And she was uh, highly uh, susceptible uh, to wheat. She had uh, celiac disease. So if she had any type of wheat, she had chronic digestive issues, had to run to the bathroom. And she just thought that was everybody. Before we analyzed it and found out she had a wheat issue, she would stop and have donuts, and she'd pull into the fast food places. They knew her order. She said, it was looking back, it was so embarrassing. I'd pull up to the fast food place, and they'd see my car and have my order ready for me. And it was always you know, bread, it was always donuts, it was always coffee, it was always milk. And once we got her off the wheat and the dairy products, a lot of her problems got better. So a lot of people, and she just thought everybody had these problems. They eat, they run to the bathroom, they eat, they run to the bathroom. It's just how it was. Not so. You shouldn't have digestive issues. Indigestion often occurs, maybe you have a heavy meal. And maybe it's a result of a bout of gas. Maybe you ate something that was gassy. But because indigestion is so common, People don't think it's a sign of anything serious, even though it can be. Indigestion could be an early sign of cardiac problems, gastrointestinal problems. Patients come to our office every day, and we see new patients. We go through the chiropractic evaluation. Do you have neck pain, back pain? How long have you had it? What's it like when it's at its worst? If you can do something about it, would you? What caused it? And then I always, my doctors always ask, do you have any digestive issues? Acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating. Perfect example. Had a patient come in the other day and a dentist, somebody who was a a co-worker of mine, I I met him at a party one time, he said, I want to come in and see what you do. So he came in and I said, why don't you just come in the room with me? I'm going to do a consultation. And I introduced him as doctor, such and such. I said, do you mind if he's here? patient said no. And I said, do you have any digestive problems? No. Okay. So he went on with the consultation. And every few seconds she was going, I said, no digestive issues, right? Nope, absolutely nothing. So what was happening was I checked her stomach. Her stomach was pushed up against her diaphragm. And it must have been stomach acid coming up into her throat, irritating her throat. I said, how often do you have to clear your throat? She goes, oh my gosh, all the time. It's been going on for years. And I explained to her what it was. The dentist, his eyes lit up. Because he said, we see patients every day with eroded teeth, eroded gums. And it's acid coming up. And then I explained the whole mechanism to him. And his obstructive and non-obstructive sleep apnea obstructive is your throat swells up um and that that's something you have to address medically and and chiropractically but many times if it's just you can't sleep because the stomach is up against the diaphragm the diaphragm can't move up and down so you can't breathe i explained the whole neurological system to him where the nerves go in where they synapse in the brain and his eyes lit up he goes i have been to so many seminars on this issue and nobody explained it to me like you just explained it to me he says he said the words i love to hear that makes sense So a lot of times acid reflux, heartburn, chronic cough, clearing your throat, sinus issues, these could be signs of the stomach acid coming up into the throat. Very serious issue. Because it could lead to something even as extreme as cancer, esophageal cancer. Eddie Money, the musician, uh, I used to work with him. And um, I just thought he announced that he has uh, esophageal cancer. Pretty serious issue. So if we can get that stomach and adjust it or pull it down away from the diaphragm, get that whole digestive system to relax, In most cases, the results are spectacular. I had this oftentimes come in, this, that. Patients come in the office all the time with the gallbladder removed. I had digestive problems. Doctor said, let's pull out your gallbladder, healthy gallbladder. Let's pull out your gallbladder, see what happens. Guess what? No change. In fact, it got worse because you need your gallbladder to break down fats. Your gallbladder stores something called bile. It's like a little balloon. And when you eat fats, it squirts the contents of this balloon called bile into the small intestine where it dissolves fat. And a good example would be if you ever had a, a, a kitchen worth of di- dirty, dirty dishes in the sink and had grease in it, and you squirt some dish soap in there, it dissolves the fat. That's what your gallbladder does. So if you have your gallbladder removed, now you don't have this reservoir of detergent to break down the fat, and that's why you have to be really careful. If you've had your gallbladder removed as to what you eat and when you eat, and the type of fat you eat, I would strongly advise stay away from animal fats, because animal fats are really hard to digest small amounts of fat with raw food, you have the enzymes that help break down the food more effectively. We have something on our website, drjoe.com, called Dr. Joe's Digestive Enzymes. And I tell people, if you have your gallbladder removed, if you have acid reflux, if you're getting older, I would recommend you take a, a extra digestive enzymes. Whenever I eat a cooked meal, I take digestive enzymes because I know that the food, raw food has digestive enzymes in it. Cooked food, we need to enhance that or help it especially as you get older, by taking a digestive enzyme supplements. Really simple, it's really inexpensive, works great. And I've had people, gosh doc, usually wives or husbands will come in and say, doc, every time my spouse eats broccoli or cauliflower or beans, oh my god, beer, meat. Man, I can't go in a room with them, it stinks. Get them on digestive enzymes, problem solved, in most cases. And the reason is, because as you get older, you're not digesting food like you used to. And so if you have digestive issues, you might think it's funny, ha ha, it's a little embarrassing. It's a serious issue. It's telling you something's wrong, just like pain would be a symptom that something's wrong. High blood pressure is a symptom. Digestive issues are symptoms, and you need to address them. So if you want to come see us, we can do an evaluation, and if it's something we think we can help, we'll tell you. If it's something we can't help, we're going to tell you that, too, and then refer you out to somebody who you think we can. We have a list, extensive list, of doctors that we refer to all the time, neurosurgeons, vascular surgeons, gastroenterologists, uh, diabetes experts, we refer out all the time because we want to get the patient well, whatever it takes. So today we're talking about uh, health issues that you may not think are serious, but they really are. And digestion is probably, I can go on and on and on about digestion if you listen to the show before. You know, I talk about it a lot. And from a chiropractic standpoint, we check the nerves from the spine that go to the digestive system or any organ. Because that's the missing link in health care. Checking the nerves that control the organs. We can treat the organ all day. But if the nerve supply going to the organ isn't working properly, you need to fix that too. That's why so many patients get results in our offices from things that they would have never thought were a chiropractic case. Asthma, acid reflux, digestive issues, infertility even. The nerve in the low back controls the reproductive organs. Now, can we promise that to everybody? No, absolutely not. But in most cases, we get really good results. So again, if you want to make an appointment, go to our website, drjoe.com. You can set up appointments there. You can always call us too, and we're more than happy to talk to you about that. Now, other issues that you might not think are serious, and this just happened today, this morning. Because on a website, we have an area we can, we can send us questions. And a fellow sent in a question, and he said, I have toenail fungus, nothing's working, what should I do about it? So if you get frequent fungal infections, according to American Diabetes Association, skin complications like fungal infections are sometimes the first sign that somebody has diabetes. Why? Well, a yeast-like fungus called candida albicans, or what we call candida, which can cause itchy rashes and blistering, scaly red areas, that's to blame. Among diabetes patients, common fungal infections include everything from jock itch, athlete's foot, ringworm, vaginal infections. Uh, I was somewhere the other day, I forgot what it was, and a woman was carrying a little baby. I love babies. I think they're wonderful. And I looked at the baby, and I kind of waved to her, and she giggled and waved back. And I looked at her arm, and sure enough, she had ringworm on her arm. Now... It's not my place to tell the mother, hey, your kid has ringworm. Ringworm is not a worm, by the way. It's a a fungal infection. So I saw it, and I thought, that's so easy to deal with. But that's a symptom. It's telling you this child probably has a systemic yeast infection. Systemic means through your whole system. So if you have these itchy infections, vaginal infections, jock itch, athlete's foot, uh, toenail fungus, these are signs that there's probably a yeast infection going on in your body. How did it get there? It comes from the gut in your gut what happens is you have bacteria over 100 different types of bacteria most of them good some bad but there's a balance there's a homeostasis it's called between a good and a bad but there's also yeast now you need this candida because it helps digest sugar so it's okay to have some candida in your body but there's always this battle between the yeast and and the bacteria trying to fight for food so what happens is you take some antibiotics one day maybe it's medicinal Maybe you're eating commercial meat. We did a show on that, I think, last week on meat. And commercial meats many times have antibiotics in the meat because it helps control disease among the flocks or the herds, whatever they're in. But when you're eating the animal, you're getting these antibiotics in your system. And over time, these low-dose antibiotics can start to kill off the good bacteria. But there's a problem. The good bacteria might be killed off by the antibiotics, but the yeast are not. So now what happens is the yeast start to overgrow. So you have this overgrowth of yeast in your colon. And then what happens is the colon can become inflamed and you get a little tear in your colon. It's called, uh, eventually it's called leaky gut. So you get a little tear in your colon because in some places your colon is only one cell thick. So you get a little tear. Now the yeast can travel into the uh, blood system. And once it's in the blood system, it travels around. And as it's traveling around, the yeast is looking for a warm, moist place to set up shop. And where's some warm, moist places? Everything we just said. Your feet, your toenails, your crotch. Sometimes you have uh, rectal itching, vaginal itching, vaginal infections, uh, armpits, mouth. Warm, moist places, yeast love to set up shop and live. And so if you have that, it's usually a sign that there's something wrong with the gut. So treating just the topical might help, but it doesn't get to the cause. So what do we want to do? Here's a little test you can do. I love this test. I haven't talked about this in a while. Tonight when you go to bed, take a clear glass of water, put it next to your bed. When you wake up tomorrow morning, get a big mouthful of spit. Maybe scrape your tongue with your upper teeth. Get a big mouthful of spit and spit into this glass. Now, look at the glass. It can take up to an hour. If you start to see essentially what looks like uh, jellyfish tentacles coming down off this spit that's floating in the water, chances are you have a yeast infection. And if you come see us, we can do further analysis for you to determine if it really is a yeast infection and then what we need to do to get it fixed. And it's, it's a challenge because you've got to change your diet. You've got to cut out the sugar. I had a patient the other day, we, we did a, a blood test on her, found out she had a yeast infection, and so I put her on a yeast protocol, and I said, you've got to cut out your sugars, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, and she said, I love sugar. I said, I know that. So two days later, I get an email from her, she goes, Dr. Joe, it's Michelle, I'm dying. I'm craving sugar like crazy. Why? Because you're not giving the yeast any more sugar, so they're eating up what sugar they can, and now your body is saying, I'm craving carbohydrates. You've got to struggle through it. Now, there's supplements you can take. There's gymnema. We carry that in our office. Gymnema helps curb sugar cravings. Uh, cinnamon, just add some cinnamon to your food. That helps crave sugar cravings. But when you see these signs, these things that you, we're talking about things you don't think are important that are. These yeast infections, you know, toenail fungus, jock itch, athlete's foot, you can treat it topically, but the problem is coming from the inside out, not from the outside in. Pretty important that you get to the cause of your problems, all problems, whether it's neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, yeast infections, cholesterol, get to the cause of the problem, not just treat the symptoms. This, I promise you, is the future of healthcare. care. Uh, medicine is, is great. I'm not knocking medicine, but many times the problem just keeps coming back and people can't afford the drugs. So what's going to happen is people are going to have to come to people like us and say, we don't know what else to do. What else can we do? We're going to get to the cause. We do it now already, but I think it's growing more and more every day, which is just crazy, which is great. So other things that might be serious that you don't think are. How about bad breath? Bad breath isn't a sign because you had onions at lunch. Rather, it's often associated with gingivitis or gum disease. Now, there's a correlation between poor gum health and vascular inflammation, which can then lead to things like heart disease. This is why if you're a heart patient, if you have a uh, heart issue, doctors will oftentimes say, go to the dentist and get checked and make sure you don't have any infections in your teeth because that the same uh, uh, coating, the same membrane that covers your gums, covers your heart. And if you get an infection in your teeth, it can go down to your heart. My father is a perfect example. My father, when he was young, had rheumatic fever, and it wasn't treated properly. He should have gotten medical care, and he didn't. The rheumatic fever got so high that it affected his heart. It affected what's called the mitral valve, one of the valves in the heart. So, in his, it, in his 40s, actually, he had to have a valve replaced in his heart because the valve was so weak it wasn't pumping blood. He was so weak, he was turning yellow. Again, symptoms well, just, he's just old, he's getting tired in his 40s, right? Finally got him to a hospital, and sure enough, he, his heart wasn't pumping properly, he had to have surgery. So, that's a big issue. So, every time my father, well, on a regular basis, my father had to go to the dentist to make sure he didn't have any gum infections because if he did, an infection could go to the heart, and the heart's already weak. It could be a very dangerous situation. So, If you have gum disease, you gotta deal with it. It's more than just, hey, my breath stinks. Now there's two types of bad breath, aside from onions and garlic. One is gingivitis, it's rotten tooth. The other one when it smells like potty. I'm trying to keep it clean here, it's a family show. But if your breath smells like a bathroom, chances are the food in your colon, to keep it simple, is rotting. And When the food rots, gases are exchanged in your colon with the blood system. We talked about things getting into the blood through the colon, that's how you get nutrients those gases then go into your blood and they get exchanged in your lungs. And then they come out through your lungs. So if you have that horrible potty breath, it's almost always a digestive problem. And that's where we come in, my team of doctors, we can adjust your stomach, we can get you on a good diet, maybe get you on some digestive enzymes, heal the gut. And when the gut heals, that breath usually goes away. So again, bad breath can be a sign that something's seriously wrong. And that's what we're talking about today. Health signs that you don't think are any big deal that are. So if you know somebody that has bad breath, it wouldn't hurt to tell them. Or maybe send them an anonymous email or leave them a note or something if you don't want to tell them. Because it's a serious health issue. It's not, hey, Bob didn't brush his teeth. It's, hey, Bob's got some digestive issues. Bob's got gingivitis. Bob's got something we need to deal with. So there's a lot of issues that can happen you don't think are big deals that they are. In fact, a while ago, um, I had a rotten tooth. And it was damaged years ago when I played football and hockey, and I tried saving it and tried saving it. I finally couldn't save it. Went to the dentist, and we removed the tooth. It stunk. I mean, because the tooth was, it was rotten in there. Now, I didn't have bad breath, but that tooth was rotten underneath. And when he removed it, I felt better. Because when a low-grade infection, and I was just talking about this with another dentist friend of mine, like root canals, there's a low-grade infection. This tooth was a big infection. I didn't know it. But when you get these infections treated, get to the cause, not just treat the symptoms, it helped a lot. I felt better. I had more energy. My my head felt clearer. So there can be hidden signs that you're ignoring every single day, and one of them could be bad breath. Folks, if you have a health issue, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, acid reflux, heartburn, and you want to get to the cause of the problem, I want you to go to my website right now, drjoe.com, and make an appointment to come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We plan on opening a few more, too, so follow us. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Again, the website, drjoe.com. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app.